in order for us to overcome things like imposter syndrome and self-doubt, we have to understand and know who we are in Christ. We have to know that. That is our core identity. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, women's empowerment and, and being empowered and all of the things, and I'm here for it. But the missing link between women and empowerment is knowing our identity in Christ. Do you know you have a bigger purpose than that nine to five? Yes. Yes, you do. Welcome to the Abundant Christianpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Duranchi. I am a wife and mom who loves Jesus, and I've also been known to bust a few moves to some old school rock and roll. <laughs> right now, you are joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even their hobbies into a powerful online business that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love. My goal is to inspire you to take a step of faith and transition from that employee mindset to the Christian CEO and create that powerful, profitable, and impactful business that has been on your heart. This is your show to learn from me and other Christianpreneurs tactical tips that will empower you to bring that dream to life. If you're ready to live your life by design, make an impact, and have the financial and time freedom to do what you want, when you want, then crank up that volume and let's do this. I'm so excited to have Crystal Fry with us today. She is a dynamic, motivating, and inspiring empowerment coach and speaker. She helps faith-filled women eliminate their limiting beliefs, embrace change, and transform their lives through growing closer to God. As a wife of nearly 20 years, mother of two incredible sons, and a former corporate executive, she intimately knows the burden of stress and the struggle and frustration of trying to keep it all together while maintaining balance and harmony. She understands what it means to lose your identity to the roles in your life and the profound impact that has on your happiness and well-being. Through her years of knowledge and experience in overcoming professional and personal setbacks, challenges, and obstacles, she's developed a heart of deep empathy and understanding for her clients and a tenacity to help them break down the barriers to living a fulfilled life of purpose and meaning. She is the founder and CEO of C. Fry International LLC, an organization created with the mission to positively impact 1 million women worldwide through empowering them to live as a full expression of who God created them to be and find their path forward. Welcome, Crystal. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Kristen, thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here as well. I think we're going to have a fantastic conversation. 
Yes, I'm excited. So Crystal, you mentioned that after taking your own trip down the path to self-discovery, you have a personal passion to empower women of faith to live as the full expression of who God created them to be. I love that. And it sounds like helping faith-filled women really light you up. I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and that path of self-discovery that has gotten you to where you are today? Oh, I love that question. This actually, the tell me a little about yourself used to be a question that I just dreaded because it was like, okay, well, I'm a wife and I'm a mom and well, actually, what do you want to know? You know, that was really my response. Like, (laughs) what do you want to know? Like, I'm not interesting. What do you want to know? But over the past several years, I really got into this place of understanding who I am. Um, I spent a very long time being very frustrated, um, battling, really going to war, battling with um, self-doubt, with things like imposter syndrome, which I didn't know what that was at the time, but all of the negative self-talk, all of this like, here I am, like this bright, shiny light for everyone to see. And then I would like go sit in a corner and cry about it, you know? Um, and and I knew like there, there has to be something more. Like this can't be everything. Like I was created with a purpose. I know that, I know that. And I would spend so much time going, so God, you created me for a reason. <laughs> Anytime you want to tell me what that reason is, I'm here for it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure our listeners can relate to that. (laughs) Absolutely. It's just like this constant, um, like I say, decades long struggle. And when I finally kind of turn that corner of, okay, this is enough. Like I'm done. Like, I don't know what else to do. And I got turned on to, I had a beautiful soul enter my life. Um, in a new capacity. I had known her for many years, uh, but she showed up differently. And that really was the catalyst to say, okay, it's time. This is the person I've put in your path to help you on this journey. And through that, um, just being opened up and awakened to so many things that I didn't even realize were problems for me. So many unrealistic expectations I set for myself that I'm still struggling to understand where they came from sometimes. Um, But, you know, being the perfect wife and the perfect mom and making sure that on the outside, like what everyone saw was the picture of perfection. While on the inside, I was like a war zone. Um, It was just, it was crazy. I was very good at hiding it though. So, you know, like no one knew anything was wrong, you know, because oftentimes we are very good at not letting people see you know, what we don't want them to see. So it has been um, a very interesting journey. It has absolutely um, deepened my faith in ways that I could never imagine. Um, And it has given me the capacity to turn around and say, okay, like one, I'm not the only one who struggles with this. I know that. (laughs) Right. So how now can I turn back around and help other women get out of that war zone and really start walking down that path to become the full expression. Like, I I know your listeners can't see me, um, but we are on video. So I know you can see me like waving my hands around. Like I'm a very big expressive 
person and I wanted to figure out how to show up like that and how I could help other people show up like that too. I love that. A woman after my own heart, I am the same way. And sometimes I end up knocking things over with my hands. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love how you talked about you lost yourself. You didn't know who you were anymore because as women, we tend to lose our identity in the roles of our life, being a mom, a wife, a career woman. So how do we as women, or I should say, why do we as faith-filled women, knowing that our identity should be in Christ and it is in Christ, but why do we struggle so much and have a difficulty with self-doubt? Uh, this was a big one. And I had to do so much work on this personally. Um, so I kind of feel like I'm a professor in self-doubt, you know, like, <laughs> but the one of the big things we have limiting beliefs and your audience is probably pretty familiar with that term or they may be you know they may have heard that but our limiting beliefs these are like stories that we heard that we made up that we come to believe Um, because honestly what you tell yourself over and over and over again and when you think about it if you have a negative pattern of thought you know I'm going to toss out the the big one that I'm not good enough, right? Because at the core, there's so many other limiting beliefs, but they all come down to this, I'm not good enough. When you look at that, usually it came from some instance, some something at some point in your past. And I want to be clear because no one has to tell you you're not good enough, right? No one actually has to say, oh, Kristen, Uh, have a nice life. You're never going to be good enough for anything. You know, like no one actually has to say those words to you. But the way we perceive things, the way we perceive responses from other people, and the way the enemy comes in and tries to distract you from what you're supposed to be doing, it all looks like that self-doubt. And we, we fall down this rabbit hole of here's a negative thought that feeds a negative thought that feeds a negative thought. And when you're talking about, you know, 10, 15, 20 years of this little spiral, that's your belief. That's what you believe. You believe you're not good enough. We lack that firm foundation of belief in ourselves and our abilities and how we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. And, and again, we fall prey to that imposter syndrome. Like, I'm not good enough. I don't belong here. Yeah. I love how you said that's kind of the story that we tell ourselves. We don't really make, we might not know where that story came from. It may come from someone that said something to us as a teenager or as a young child. And we're struggling with that and wrestling with that self doubt because the enemy knows that if he can keep us in that self doubt, we're never going to fulfill the purpose and calling we have here on this side of heaven. So I love that. And you mentioned the term imposter syndrome, and you mentioned as well that you weren't really familiar with what that was. And I can relate. I had no idea what imposter syndrome was when I started my journey of personal development. So what is imposter syndrome? I, I want to go back to just one thing that you said, and then let's get into that. You said, you know, he, if, if the enemy can just keep you in that space of self-doubt and that triggered something that um, I have talked about um, a while ago. The thing is, is that 
The devil doesn't have to get you to do anything bad. He just has to get you to do nothing. And, and that, that was like, that wasn't even a light bulb. That was like floodlights that came on, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, because if I do nothing, I'm not doing anything bad. I'm not hurting anyone. But if I do nothing, I'm not fulfilling that purpose and calling that God created me for. Right. So, oh, that's I, so good. Yeah. I just, that, yeah. I was like, oh no, we have to say that. Like we have to get that in yes. because so many times we think, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not doing anything bad. But if you're not amplifying the light that's inside you out of fear, out of self-doubt, out of worry, out of all of those things, you are not going to be in that place where you can be the full expression of all that you were created to be. Right. So I love on that, that note, I love imposter that. syndrome <laughs> plays a big role in that. Yes. Because it, at, at its core, short version, it's feeling like a phony, feeling like a fake, like you don't belong, like you don't deserve, I want to use that word, you don't deserve to be where you are. And you only got there because I don't know. I tripped and fell into, you know, like <laughs> in my, my corporate, my corporate world job, um, that I left, um, almost a year ago. Now I was a director of marketing. You know, I was, I had reached that level of, you know, um, really good income and all of the things. And even there, I was like, I like, I knew I'd actually deserve to be in a higher position. Um, and it was a struggle to get there. But at the same time, I was like, what am I doing? I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't, you know, like somebody's going to find out that I don't actually know what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> and that is the embodiment of imposter syndrome. It's like waiting, constantly waiting for someone to find you out. Right. And I can relate to that definitely because I went into accounting. So my degree is in accounting, but I don't have a marketing degree. I don't have a business degree. Who is it for me to teach a faith-filled Christian career woman how to create her own online business, right? So I deal with that a lot. And I think our listeners can too. Can you give us some other examples of imposter syndrome? Oh, yes. So <laughs> it, it shows up in a lot of different ways. Um, Self-doubt, which is, you know, what we're talking about here today. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. it, it looks like fear that you're not going to meet expectations, whether they are your expectations, which some of your listeners may be very much like me and, you know, have a bar that's set so high, like it's not actually humanly possible for you to do all those things, but you think you can and you should. <laughs> Right. You know, right? Like you believe that you should be able to be superwoman, AKA super wife, super mom, super executive, super all the things and never sleep, you know, and never rest, never take time for yourself. Super church lady, you know, like everything, all the things. And so it's that fear that you won't live up to those expectations. Um, overachieving is another big thing because we're trying to compensate, right? At our core, we don't believe we deserve to be there. So we need to overachieve to prove that we belong there, that we deserve to be there. Um, sabotaging your own success, that was a big one for me. And even sometimes now, I will still find myself, I'll have to catch myself. I'll get going down, you know, a really good path. And then I will, mm, 
you know, find some way. And I'm like, Crystal, you can't do this. Like, this is not who you are anymore. You know, I talk to myself a lot. So, cause you know, you're with yourself 24, seven, 365, you never get away from you. So develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the last one I would say as a really good example is perfectionism. You, you have that desire to be perfect because again, if you're perfect, then you belong, right? And we all know that, you know, there is only one perfect soul to walk this earth and it's not any of us. Like we, we missed out on the perfect gene when they were handing it out because, oh, they didn't hand it out. <laughs> right. Those are great examples. And I know perfectionism for me, I, and our listeners may relate and you may relate to Crystal. I, I'm, I stay in that because it keeps me safe. Yes. If it's not quote unquote perfect, I don't have to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And the bad thing is, is that people no longer want perfect. We're all still striving for perfect, but people no longer want perfect because we have come a little bit of the veil has been pulled back for us to see that perfect isn't real. And, and if I'm looking at a, a person who appears to be perfect, I now am in that place where instead of going, oh my gosh, I want to be just like them. I'm over here going, yeah, where's the crack? You know, where, where's the chink in the armor? Like, where is it? Because this is not real to me. And if you're not real, you know, I can't relate to you if you're perfect because I am not perfect. Yeah, and that's so it, so it, it makes it more difficult for me to really buy in to whatever it is, whether it's a service, a product, a friendship, a relationship, you know, no matter what it is, it makes it difficult for me to show up as my whole self because I have flaws. And if you're perfect, you don't have flaws. So now you're going to judge me because I have flaws, you know, and it's, it's a whole like vicious a, cycle, <laughs> like, little hamster wheel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was good. That was so good. So you mentioned um, fear of meeting expectations or sorry, fear of not being able to meet expectations we set for ourselves because we set way too high of expectations and we're trying to do all the things we're overachieving. We tend to sabotage our success, which I'm sure our listeners can relate to. And then perfectionism that we just talked about. So how do we overcome that? Is there a biblical approach to overcoming these examples and other imposter syndromes and self-doubt in our life? Oh, yes. And this again, like I am still a student, always a student, right? Always learning, always going deeper. And it's so interesting. The more I dig, the more I find and you know you read scripture and maybe you've read it a hundred times before but now in this instance it has a completely different meaning and so when when i wanted to because when i started this journey i was really kind of you know i wanted to help women i wanted to help them overcome you know all of this negative stuff but i reached a point where i realized i couldn't do this without a biblical perspective. So what I do is, is personal development, but it's faith-based personal development because in order for us to overcome things like imposter syndrome and self-doubt, we have to understand and know 
who we are in Christ. We have to know that that is our core identity. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, women's empowerment and, and being empowered and all of the things, and I'm here for it. But the missing link between women and empowerment is knowing our identity in Christ, knowing who we are, understanding that we, like I said earlier, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We have a purpose specific to us. No one else can do what God created you to do. They can do the same things, right? Like we can all be, you know, we can have a, a whole conference full of personal development people who are absolutely fabulous and fantastic. But each person is going to bring their own uniqueness to it. And the words I say will resonate with some, but not with others. Because my voice is not for their ear. But for those who have an ear to hear, I will run my mouth all day long. You know? <laughs> is this biblical approach to it and as you go back and you think about things like self-doubt and this imposter syndrome and how do we get past it you know you really have to start from scripture and and look at some of the things that that are written that are said that are we are created in God's image right we are created, um, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's workmanship. We are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's a whole sermon right there. Yes. You know, like that's a, that's a whole <laughs> word right there because we were created for a purpose. If you don't need any other place in scripture to give you the evidence right there, it says mm -hmm. it. God prepared us to do good works and he prepared them in advance for us to do. So understanding that, knowing that you were created with a purpose, knowing that you were created, that you are God's workmanship, you are his masterpiece, you are like the most glorious thing, which is amazing because he looks at each and every single one of us like that, you know, like it, it's mind blowing. But then to understand too, that we will have the devil to distract us. You know, our life is not free from temptation, but James 4, 7 and 8 say, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So resist and he will flee. But verse eight says, come near to God and he will come near to you. So we have to remember that self-doubt is a tool that the enemy uses. And between self-doubt and fear, those have got to be like the number one and number two tools that get used against us to keep us not moving forward, to keep us in that space. So to keep us distracted. So when we resist, that's awesome, but that's only one part of it because we can resist and still stay still. But when we bring in the second part of that, which is to come near to God and he will come near to you. That is where we really begin to be opened up to see and to hear and to receive all of what God expects us to do, what he needs us to do, what he has, you know, fashioned us and formed us to do. That's when we really start to see it. 
So, you know, the biblical approach to overcoming imposter syndrome is number one, just to get into the word, like just read, open it up, pray over it first, be like, God, show me what you need me to see. And then open up and read. <laughs> Amen. Yep. <laughs> That's good. So good. So many aha moments there. So much value. I love that. This podcast and my mission is to help bring faith-filled Christian career women home so they can do what they love, make that income and impact that they're craving to make while being home to raise their children for God's kingdom. We have this self-doubt. We have this fear. You already talked about the biblical approach to overcoming it, which we could end it right there. Absolutely amazing, <laughs> Crystal. But what are your top ways to help the faith-filled Christian career women overcome self-doubt so they can take that step of faith to do what's on their heart and step into their purpose and calling here? Oh, I love this. And, and, and if you don't mind, if everyone will bear with me, I want to talk about five of them. Yeah, um, perfect. So the first one we've already kind of talked about, remember who you are. So going back to Ephesians 2.10, you are God's workmanship, right? You were created with purpose. You were created. If you read Psalm 139, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's a lot of verses, but in Psalm 139, that's where we hear that we were created not out of the sight of God, but that he knit us together in our mother's womb. Like mm. he was there before, you know, as my mom used to say, before you even became a twinkle in my eye, you know, like <laughs> right. a thought, whatever, you know, like he was there. He mm -hmm. knew what he was going to do with you. He looked out of the vastness of eternity and said, I'm going to need a Kristen to do this at this point in time. You know, I'm going to need a crystal. I'm going to need a fill in the blank, whatever your name is. You were created, Esther, <laughs> you were created for yes. such a time as this, yes. you know? Yes. <laughs> But we also hear in Psalm 139 that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God knows our coming in and our going out. So remember who you are. You are a child of God. That's the first one. The second one is remember whose you are, right? Like you were created by God. Ephesians 1, 4, and 5, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. This is, we were created by a God who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. Right. Also from Ephesians. And when you think about that, like God can do more with one thought than the entirety of humanity can do, period. You know, like, and this is the same God who thought, I need a Kristen. I need a crystal. I have bought you. I have paid for you. I have, you know, like you are mine. So remember who you are, remember whose you are. So that's one and two. Three, remember what you've done. And I think this is a place where a lot of us, especially as women, I don't think men struggle with this as much as women do. We struggle to remember what we have already accomplished. 
you know, and, and I mean, even on a very basic level, like my children, I have two boys, um, they are 20 and 14. Um, I've managed to keep them alive this, this long, you know, like, (laughs) thank you, Jesus, you know, like that is, Uh you know, it's an accomplishment to care for children. It's an accomplishment to work on your marriage. It's an accomplishment to pursue a career. You know, we forget, and I think we struggle with it as women because we're always on to the next, right? We're always on to the next. But that's why you hear so much now about celebrating your success because it's positive reinforcement to remind us that, hey, I did a hard thing. You know what that means? I can do another hard thing. So remember your accomplishments. Remember the things that you've done. And don't trivialize any of them. Like, for real. Like, you get your kids awake and convince them, again, 14-year-old, to brush their teeth because that's a really good thing to do, you know, and, like, use soap in the shower. I mean, you know, uh, just basic hygiene is a really good idea, you know. Things like that, you know, pat yourself on the back, mama, because you know, you don't have the smelly kid in class. You know? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> things like that, but also the big things too. You know, you completed that college degree. You, you know, got that promotion. Like you earned the thing, whatever it is. You know, again, your listeners need to take that and apply it specifically to their lives and remembering what their accomplishments are. Um, and then the fourth one is prayerful meditation. And I say prayerful meditation because I think we get really, really good at sending our prayers out. You know, I think we get really, really good at um, asking. And and again, we know that we have that confidence that we can come before God and we can ask for anything. And if it is in alignment with his will, so shall it be. You know, we, we get good at asking. But I don't think we spend as much time as we should. At least I know I didn't in the meditative part of stillness waiting to receive like we're really good at sitting out but we don't always sit back to wait and receive what's coming back in because you may be praying god this promotion is really important you know i really want it whatever it is but if you don't sit back and listen he may be trying to tell you I know you think that's really important and I know it matters to you right now, but what I have for you is so much better and it's not this promotion, you know? So, and when we are not still and, and in that, again, that kind of meditative state of being open to hear from him, we might miss, I know I've missed a lot. You know, like, again, personal experience. Yeah, like I've missed a lot because I wasn't quiet long enough, you know, to listen. And then the last one, um, the last one can be a ton of fun. It's affirmations and visualization. And affirmations and visualization one affirmations um, in case your listeners are not familiar they're 
statements, you know, usually I am statements, you know, I am worthy, I am loved, I am the most spectacular, you know, baker in the entire world because my cookies are the bomb, you know, I mean, whatever it is, you know, like whatever it is, um, you know, Philippians 4, 8 tells us that we need to think about the things that are noble, right, true, you know, praiseworthy, all of these things. We need to put our mindset in that positive space in affirming ourselves of, of how incredible we are, you know, but also the visualization piece of that, that's where it gets like, oh my goodness, like super exciting. If you will sit down and you may have to do this, if you're not familiar with this, you may have to do this a few times because it can be a little challenging at first. Sit down and think about your ideal day what would that look like? Do not allow yourself to be restricted by time, by money, by what your current situation is, all of those things. What does your ideal day look like? What time do you get up? What do you do when you wake up? Mm -hmm. Do you like, do you go have breakfast? Do you go have coffee? Do you go for a run? Surely in your ideal day, you don't roll over and look at your silly cell phone, you know? So, right. you know, but think, Think about that. You know, what do you do? Do you have lunch with your spouse? Do you go pick your kids up from school? Do you, you know, run a multi-million dollar business that is helping women step into, you know, the awesome creation that they are? What do you do? Do you write another novel? Like, what do you do? And being able to see it, being able to feel it, you know, you allow the emotions to take hold of you and what does that feel like you know how do you dress how do you wear your hair do you put makeup on do you not you know like do you hang out as like a billionaire in your yoga pants and your sweatshirt all day because honey i'm here for it you know <laughs> but allowing yourself to have that space and what also happens in there the seeds get planted our dreams that we have, the, the I want to reach a million women, the I want to be a voice for change, the, you know, whatever it is for you, those dreams are planted there by your creator. Because if it was impossible for you to do, you would not have the thought to do it. So visualization allows you space to nurture those seeds and it allows the spirit to to infuse those seeds and it allows the time for you to you know get that feeling what does it feel like you know we are some interesting creatures interesting creatures and but we have the ability to tap into that and and that's what visualization helps us to do so those are, those are my, those are like my top five. <laughs> I love, I was taking so many notes. <laughs> I love that. Those were great. And I love how you gave our listeners an action item, something to do to think about and write down their ideal day, what they want yes. their ideal day to look like. I love that. Crystal, this has been absolutely amazing. I am so excited for our listeners to hear this episode. One last question. Well, two, but one last question. Um, 
what does making an impact mean to you? Oh, (sighs) I'm going to try really hard not to get emotional because this is a big one for me. Um, and, and I created my company with the purpose of making a positive impact on a million women worldwide. Um, so creating an impact, making an impact on someone to me, what that is, is bringing them closer to who God wants them to be, who God created them to be. And, you know, I think sometimes when we, when we think about, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're, we're trying to start a business or grow a business or, you know, all all the things that come with that. No one tells you how difficult it is. Um, you can, you can throw a stone and hit 15 different people who are telling you how, you know, you can hit six figures in two days, like whatever, you know, like they don't tell you what the struggle is like, but when you have that dream of creating an impact, a lasting impact, You know, we all have, we were all created with the purpose of expanding the kingdom. Like we all have that. And it it just looks different how we do it. So for me, that is what making an impact is. It's growing the kingdom. It's furthering, you know, and, and being able to nurture these women that God has put here in my path and help them to become more of who he created them to be. I love that. I got goosebumps listening to that. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Crystal, where can our listeners get in touch with you? And I think you have a special little gift to help our listeners overcome imposter syndrome. So how can they get all these goodies and uh, get in touch with you? Oh, yeah. So I have made everything super, super easy. Um, You know, so you don't have to go to 17 different places. You can just go to my website. It's www dot crystal dot com and i know that Kristen will put that in the show notes whatever my last name has a little bit of a funky spelling so <laughs> yeah um but it's all in there but it's crystal dot com and i have i'm so excited to share and offer your listeners a free master class on overcoming imposter syndrome and building authentic confidence so um, that masterclass is available right there on my website. Um, it is under the uh, like courses and coaching tab. And I'll send Kristen, I'll send you a direct link to it as well. That way, if they want a shortcut, you know, they can go right to it. It's a free masterclass. It's, um, it talks about imposter syndrome, like where it comes from, what it looks like, and then how do we get rid of it? Because, you know, it's not serving us. And let's just be real, imposter syndrome, fear, worry, self-doubt, all of these things, they're not serving us and they're not helping us serve God. So let's get rid of them. Yes, let's get rid of them. I love it. Crystal, thank you so much. This has been absolutely amazing. It's been my joy and my pleasure. I'm happy to come back and do it again whenever you want. This has been so much fun. (laughs) That's it for today, friends. It's your time to step into the role of the abundant Christian preneur and put to use the gifts God has given you. There is only one you, and you are the expert someone is out there waiting to hear from. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have. And hey, 
Real quick before you go, do you want to win a free private coaching call with me? Take a screenshot of an episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Taranchi using the hashtag TheAbundantChristianPreneur. And if you feel extra daring, share one of your biggest takeaways. That is how you will get entered into the monthly drawing. And if you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and rate the show. This not only helps me bring you more expert guests to learn from, but it also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it here with me. I appreciate you and see you next episode.